What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks show. Whew. Goodness gracious. Good morning. Hello. Live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely, if not sexy, Kinston, North Carolina. If you could see what I got sitting across from me right now. <laughs> it's Tuesday. Jan- Wait a minute. Uh, I forgot. You're on a different mic. Say hello. Hello. There you go. We probably could have done a mic check before we got started this morning. Hey, today is Tuesday, January the 9th. In the year of our Lord, 2024. Yep. Did, I, I, I said 2024. Oh, yes, 2024. It is. Uh, hey, hey uh, have you already, man? Got a Keith Spence has already jumped in and said good morning. He said, welcome back, dude and Linda. Hey, Keith. Good morning, up? Spence. I think Spence missed us. Oh, like someone did. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> we, we had some. This is what I'd love to do. Goodness gracious. This is what I'd love to do. Is, uh, hey, check in with us. It's been a while. It's been yeah. two weeks since we've been on the air. We'd love to hear from you, wouldn't we? There, yeah, uh, that'd my, be cool. my my wife. This is episode nine ninety seven <laughs> of the Brian Hanks Show, presented oh, by Lenore life. Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, who I've also very, very, very much missed. They will be joining me at the end of the show today for the birthday game. We've got a long birthday game for you because we can look back at the wedding and all this. Other stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hey. Yep. let me tell you this first. We have another great for- show for you today, and we're going to kick it off with words I've never said before. What? Let me introduce you to my wife, Linda Hanks. Hey, that's me. What's up, wifey? Not much. What's up with you? Am I husband Husband-y. D? Husband D. <laughs> hey, uh, Mickey Weatherington jumped in and said, about time you worked in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> well, it well, is nine yeah, days into 2024. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's not wrong. Uh-uh. Hey, we had a honeymoon to go on, though. You we know? did. Oh, my gosh. We yeah. did. And we're going to talk about that here in a moment. But, uh, hey, thank you, Mickey. Heard from Spence. Heard from Mickey. Uh, oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Mickey. <laughs> we're so we're good at that. goofy this morning aren't yeah, we yeah yeah uh but uh hey uh man we missed y'all too we really did but uh linda hanks yes that's you like me. the sound of that i do i do too it's awful it's yeah. it's awfully i was gonna say it's awesome and awfully good at the same time and it oh. came out as awful <laughs> i meant awesome uh let me tell you real quick who we got coming on uh we've got linda she's gonna be with us about the next 10 minutes or so uh, and then uh, in le- uh, I was going to say in less than 20 minutes, it may be closer to about 25 minutes because I have, hey, I have five pages of stuff to catch people up on. My gosh. I uh, know. I may have to just pull Rich up and do yeah. some of that while I have Richard on the line with us. But he's the news editor of the Carteret County News Times, CarolinaCoastOnline.com, our good friend Richard Clark. Uh, the NFL regular season is now over following Sunday's games. Wild card weekend is now upon us beginning Saturday. He's going to get us caught up on all that. Plus, he, as you know, Linda Hanks. Yes. Oh. Linda Hanks. Linda I like the Hanks. sound of that. Uh, he's our basketball and hoops expert. God knows we have a lot of stuff to catch up with him there, too, between uh, John Morant season ending, uh, going to be out for the rest of the season, early all-star thoughts. I want to talk about Brandon. I want to talk about Reggie. We're going to talk some college basketball. So we're going to try to fit about an hour and a half worth of information in about 30, 35 minutes Ooh, or so with Richard, okay? I'm already tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, are. you are what about me yeah i know right there you go and listen our second hour we're going to be uh we're going to be joined by a first time guest to the show a man i've known for a very long time though for about 20 years he's a longtime sports editor and award-winning journalist for the jacksonville daily news chris miller he's yeah. going to be joining us uh kinston basketball takes on southwest onslow tomorrow at viking gym chris is going to help us preview those games 
I want to get to know this Southwest Onslow team. If you remember uh, back, all the way back last year, uh-huh. wow. <laughs> you know, when we did the show last year, and we oh, had uh, Copperhead and we had uh, the, the new South North coach on Copperhead from North North, the new South North coach, and they were talking about teams that would challenge Kinston for the conference championship, mm-hmm. both of them said Southwest Onslow, and they really oh. think that's a team that's really going to – I mean, Kenston has just dominated. You know, they've won 16 or 17 straight conference championships. But allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. the people I talk to tell me that uh, Southwest Onslow is going to be that team that's going to give uh, give Kenston some headaches. And guess what? what? They play tomorrow night at Viking Gym. Oh, cool. Yeah, I get to break my Not voice tonight. out again. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Woo! And now – <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, so, Chris Miller joining us in our second hour. Richard Clark in our first hour, but the beautiful, the lovely, the hottest crap. Uh, Linda Whittington sitting across from me right now. Yeah, that's right. Though. Hello, family show. <laughs> Hello, family show. Hey, uh, I tell you what, before we, because well, I do want to do a quick recap of the wedding, of the honeymoon. Oh. We won't talk. We won't tell them everything about the honeymoon. Okay. But, uh, huh? Yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah, you were sick for I was sick pretty much the entire trip. The entire trip. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay. But, hey, some housekeeping first okay. uh, and a very serious note here. We have some allegedly nasty weather coming in uh-huh. uh, tonight. Uh, in fact, it's starting late this afternoon and then tonight. In fact, if you're listening to our 3 p.m. replay here on 960betonthebull.com or on 252ESPN or on SoundCloud, you might already be experiencing it. Schools throughout our listenership area, everybody's getting out at noon today for the mm-hmm. most part. I, there's yeah. a couple that are getting out at 1. Uh, but if you're listening to us in Lenore County, Greene County, Jones County, uh, are on 252 ESPN down in uh, New Bern and Craven County and all that, as you probably already know, uh, your munchkins are going to be getting out of school early. So uh, you need you need to square that away. And let, let me just, as someone who has worked for emergency services, you know, as the PIO and for the county, Go ahead right now. If you're listening to this here live at 7.07 a.m., go ahead and make plans. Be home tonight. You know, there's a, I, I'm, when I get into Hometown Heroes, we've got Don Trez playing tonight on national television. We've got, uh, uh, <coughs> uh, oh, my gosh, uh, why am I having a brain toot here? All I've been doing is working on it all morning. Uh, Damien, uh, Trez plays tonight. Damien plays tonight. Both those games are on national television. So, uh, you know what? Don't be out tonight. Get you some early dinner. Take it home and just sit in front of your TV. Because it really is. There's going to be some nasty weather. Temperature is going to get down. There's going to be a lot of rain, a lot of wind tonight, too. So, you don't need to be out on the road. You know, cozy up with your new wife on the couch and snuggle up with her and maybe have a puppy dog at your feet and some kitty cats on the couch with you and, and watch some quality basketball tonight. That's good advice, right? What if you lose power? <laughs> well, then you get to cuddle up on the couch oh, okay, with okay. you. you okay. know. And okay. Okay. Sit. We're good. We're yeah, good. We're yeah. good. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Was I getting off task yes, there? Yes. <clears throat> but ser- on a very serious note, it is a uh, potential of some uh, nasty stuff tonight. In fact, everything that was scheduled for tonight, prep sports-wise, in Lenore County, Green County, Jones County, Green, uh, I already said Green, uh, Craven County, everywhere, has all been postponed. Mm-hmm. So uh, you yes. have no reason, Linda Whittington, nope, none. to be out on the road tonight. Mm-mm. There you go. So uh, seriously, uh, take what we're saying seriously. Take what mm-hmm. everybody tells you seriously. You, don't, you do not need to be out on the road tonight. No. Okay. Lots of sports to get to, but before we get to that, I got to talk to my new wifey over here. Hello, boo. I wanted to give you an opportunity, and that's the main reason I wanted to have you on this morning, Linda, was to uh, just to, uh, just do a little quick recap of the wedding, which, by the way, Richie Honeycutt is just, she's a genius. Yeah. I mean, we can say it now. I don't even have to knock on wood now. I was getting ready to knock on wood. It went just about as well. Oh, it didn't go just well. It went as well as it could have on mm-hmm. uh, Saturday, December 30th, didn't it? Yes, it did. It was beautiful, beautiful day. Um, everything went as planned. I mean, Richie was, she wasn't uptight. She was, you know, everything was going. I was worried she's, she yeah, cause she's got some drill sergeant to her. Yeah, she does. She's <laughs> a fifth degree black belt. Dude. She is a fifth degree yeah, black so belt. Nobody messed with her. Um, and my sister-in-law, BJ, was awesome, too, and just kept everything going. The cake was epic. 
made by my brother. It was, but guess what? What? I got one bite of it. Wasn't it good, though? It was very good. That one bite was tremendous. The bite you uh, fed me. Wait, wait. Was... And, um, on our first anniversary, we're going to have a slice. Okay, very good. Is that what's in the freezer? Uh-huh. I saw it. Why are you making a face? Because it ain't going to be good. It'll be good. We'll thaw it out. It'll be delicious. Uh-huh. You think he'll make another one? Maybe he'll make another one for us. Yeah, maybe he'll do that. <laughs> yeah. He'll and we're talking about your brother, yes. Les Koontz, right. who uh, right. made our wedding he cake. <laughs> but no. it, I got to tell you, it went just about as well as it possibly yes. could. Uh, we had some uh, toast. And you thought, and I'm going to call you out here. You thought we had too, before we started, you thought we had too many toast, that we had too many toasts squared away for uh, yeah, people to make. I did. You don't think so afterward, though, do you? No, because we cut it back. What? Yep. Well, anyway, they did ah, really ah, good. Ah. Tanya Adams, who we both just love and adore. Mm -hmm. My brother, of course, he did one. Yep. My dear friend, Kelly Lynn, Uh Alexander Stevens. I like to call her class. Kelly Lynn, Alexander Stevens, class. We'll get to see her this Friday. She's going to be at the the ceremony up in Uh Goldsboro. And then, I don't think anybody will disagree with this. I've heard everybody say it. Brian North gives a toast. And was there a dry eye in the house? I don't think so. He bragged on you. He bragged on just everything. He had one of his terrorists in his arms and then on his shoulders shoulders at the end of it. And, uh, uh, man, like you wonder why I love Brian North, Mm -hmm. man. He's epic. He's a, he's a good dude. Well, I mean, we love everybody, but just, uh, he, uh, he, yeah, yeah, good point. But just a beautiful wedding, and really want to thank the folks at LCC. Yes. That's where we had it. And not a lot of people, and I know there are even people listening right now. We wanted to invite. Everybody. Tell them how mean you and Richie were to me. I wanted to invite a lot of people and a lot more people, and I <laughs> yes, wasn't able to. he did, and I did too. Um, however, the venue No, I think chose... everybody you wanted there uh, was no, there. No, dear. <laughs> the venue we chose was um, <coughs> very limited. And so we had to cut our list, um, and he kept adding to it, and he wanted to keep adding to it, and we just had to. I had to bring Richie and BJ in. I thought it was mean that you guys taped my fingers together so I couldn't, you know, invite anybody else or, yeah. you know, all of that. But it was it was a beautiful ceremony. Rick Vernon, oh my God, how oh, can we not mention uh, yeah. Uncle Rick? Perfect. Uh, Rick Vernon was amazing. Uh, it, it was just a great ceremony. Yeah, it was. My brother was my best man. And just for the folks that, I, I tell you what, one of the highlights, and I think you'll agree with me on this too. Uh huh. Junius back in oh, Lenore County for the first him. time yes. since uh, mm-hmm. everything bad happened. He yeah. had not been back home. Got to see his incredible parents and yep. Junius. And how many people did you see go and hug Junius? A lot. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, He's still fighting y'all, but oh yeah. uh, In fact, I haven't had a chance to read it, but there was an update on the GoFundMe. Oh really? Uh, You know what? Can I take a second and us uh, go to that and read that real quick? Yes. Hold on, let me. uh, And I know we're we're up against it. Goodness gracious, almost. It's almost time to get rich up here on the line with me. We can get ready for work. Yeah, I know you got to get ready for work. Uh, hold on. Here is the latest update. Oh, goodness gracious. I thought it would be right here where we could read it, and it's not, unfortunately. I will say this, though. This was really neat. Uh, over the holiday, another $750 raised Ooh, for Oh, that's cool. Exactly. Nice. Uh, they are, we are closing in on the $30,000 mark uh-huh. that folks have uh, raised for uh, Junius. But, again, it was just so good. And he's enunciating better. Yes, he's still struggling. I'll give you the update. He uh, he's still in a in a chair. He yeah. can't he can't walk. Uh, he can't feed himself yet. Uh, but communication wise, I saw him right before Thanksgiving. Right. So I mean, I, you know, I was really busy over the you know over December. So I've that was the first time I'd seen him in about five weeks. Uh huh. Linda, his communication from when I saw him right before Thanksgiving to mm-hmm. uh, the wedding, he's improved. I would even say I'd say twenty percent. Seriously. Really? I mean, cool. I could understand what he was saying. He looked at you. He, you know, he was able to talk. Mm-hmm. So please, everybody out there, please keep your prayers going for, oh, shoot, we have been knocked off the air. Ah. Uh, well, that's not good. Tony. Tony. <laughs> no, it's not him. Oh. Uh, well, we will uh, try to get back on the air. But people that listen to us here in the 3 o'clock hour, 
they are uh, they are still able to hear everything we're doing. But okay. back to Junius for a second. Mm-hmm. He uh, it, it was just good to see him. I mean, yeah, it was really good. I'm uh, so glad he was there. Me too. I mean, me too. It was just uh, very, His very, very good. Parents are awesome people. Man, I'm telling you, you talk about uh, people who love their son and will do yeah. anything for him. That is uh, that that those are the Smiths. They right. have. Uh, they have nursed him back to health. Uh-huh. I mean, and he is doing great. So, uh, listen, uh, I guess that'll wrap up our uh, our wedding. What, what what would you like to say? I mean, uh, again, we did the wedding show two weeks ago today. Yeah. Which uh, was, was a lot of fun, man. Uh-huh. We had everybody on, and uh, it's got a ton of listens. I don't even know if I told you that. And honestly, I really hadn't looked at the numbers until today. Yeah. Until uh, this morning when I was show prepping since 5 o'clock this morning. Uh-huh. Dude, dude. Dude. My wifey, the numbers are good. We had a lot of people listen Hi. to our. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, very yeah. good. It's very good. Uh-huh. Uh, well, what would you like to say? Last, your last thoughts on uh, on the wedding, the way we ended twenty twenty three. I loved it. It was a perfect way to um, end it and begin the new year with my husband mm-hmm. and our new family. Um, his stepsons, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was um, just totally the best. And I thank everyone for coming and everything that you did to help us and to celebrate with us. And um, please continue to celebrate with us. Amen. I can't think of any any way better to say it than that. Well, you stayed with me an extra about seven minutes. I appreciate oh, you. We cool. did. Say, how about seventeen minutes have wow. gone by already? Woo. Time flies when you're having fun, when especially having with fun. a gorgeous, beautiful wifey sitting across from you. Am I allowed to call you my wifey? Yes. That's what the cool kids say. It oh, is. that's cool. Yeah, I've noticed that. You're a so. cool kid. Well, I, I try to be. There's Listen, something. I love you. And, uh, again, I couldn't think of a better way to start off 2024 on the Brian Hank Show than uh, with my beautiful, sexy, gorgeous wife sitting across from me. Thank you, baby. There you go. Have a great day. You too. You have a great day too, baby. Okay, that is Linda Whittington. Man, we're going to have to get uh, (laughs) my my boy up here on the line with us here in a few moments. However, before we do that, let's uh, start off by thanking our good friends over at Lenore Community College. Uh, You know what? And, of course, uh, let me uh, get that called up here. Hey. This show, it does not exist without our good friends over at Lenore Community College. They are the title sponsor of the Brian Hank Show, and they have been pretty much since the very first day we started this show, 997 episodes ago. For 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. Uh, LCC has its main campus right here in Kenson at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has uh, satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu. Or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. <coughs> and again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much to our good friends over at LCC. Uh, Richie Honeycutt, Dr. Rusty Hunt, uh, Jeannie Kennedy, all of them uh, for uh, health. Thank you, baby girl. Bring me some cold water and uh, check and see if we're uh, on the air when you get in there, if you don't mind, baby. Uh, we do. We appreciate uh uh, everybody over at LCC for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hank show. Listen, I'm going to try to zoom through all these, uh, things. Listen, uh, Isaac Parson yesterday, it was announced, you know, he's a star of TGIF with IP every Friday here on the show. He was named the, uh, HBCU historic black colleges and universities national player of the week yesterday. His Winston-Salem state Rams, they are on fire. They've won five or six in a row. Uh, and he has been leading them uh, along with uh, Jeremy Dixon and Amaji Dodd uh, and has just been doing a tremendous job, and they are just blowing up. Uh, we're, we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get to Hometown Heroes here in a little bit. Sorry, needed a sip of water there. Hey, the NCAA uh, Football National Championship, it was played last night, and it stayed close for a while. 
But Michigan, in fact, it was 20 to 13 going into the fourth quarter. But uh, Michigan uh, blew them away, uh, blew Washington Huskies away in the second half or in the fourth quarter to win its first national title since 1997. It just, uh, hey, again, that's how ECU opened the season was in uh, Ann Arbor. And uh, it kind of adds uh, a little more. Uh, a little more gravitas to uh, the ECU season, but congratulations to the Michigan Wolverines. We'll see what happens from them. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Pam Sheffield. She said, who are those people on the air? She sent that to, uh, to, uh, goodness gracious. She sent that to, uh, uh, Linda a little bit earlier today. Goodness gracious. I, I apologize. I, I, I've been off for a couple of weeks. I got to get back in the groove here. Uh, listen, uh, let's keep going down our list here. Uh, LCC men's basketball team. They are 10 and three. Uh, they return to action this Thursday at six o'clock at the sportatorium when they take on wake tech, they got a lot of fun things going on that night. We'll catch up with that probably tomorrow. I'm going to try to get, uh, Matt Grantham on the uh, phone with us tomorrow to get us previewed for that game. Uh, the ECU men's basketball team, they broke a two game losing streak by defeating Tulsa 62 to 57 on Sunday. The Pirates are uh, clearly in uh, American Conference play now. I think I don't even think they have another non-conference game the rest of the season, in fact. Uh, they will be at Temple Wednesday at 7, and they're home versus SMU Saturday at 4 p.m. The ECU women's basketball team is 9-4 overall, 2-0 and in the American Conference. They've won seven of their last eight games, they're, and the only loss was to number one South Carolina, so uh, playing a uh, pretty good season right now. Uh, they won 64 to 63 at Memphis Saturday. Uh, the pirates are at home versus UAB on Wednesday night at six. And then they travel to Tulane Saturday at three ACC basketball, man, just a ton of action, um, uh, over the holiday, obviously, and a busy game, uh, a busy night of games tonight. Number 11, Duke, who is 11 and three overall, two and one in the conference. They travel to Pittsburgh, uh, who is 10 and five, one and three. That game will be on ESPN. One of the three undefeated teams in the ACC, all three from North Carolina, Wake Forest is 11 and three overall. They're three and zero oh in the conference. They travel to Florida State tonight at seven. That'll be on the ACC network. And then Notre Dame is at Georgia Tech. That's also on ACC Network. That game will be at 9. Then another busy night tomorrow. Cannot wait. I know our good friend Greg Clemens has got to be pumped about this. His undefeated NC State Wolfpack, 11-3 overall, but 3-0 and in the uh, ACC. They host his uh, favorite opponent, uh, number 7 UNC, identical record, 11-3 overall, 3-0. and And that game will be uh, at uh, uh, at NC state and it will be on national television tomorrow. That is going to be awesome. Thank you. Ricky Whaley. Ricky Whaley jumps in and says, welcome back. We missed you too, buddy. Uh, the Carolina hurricanes, uh, they've bounced back in a good way. They are six, one and three over their last 10 games. That's right. They've earned points in nine of their last 10 games. They also had a five game winning streak before losing in a shootout decision to St. Louis on Saturday. They are now 22, 13, and 5. They're in second place in the Metropolitan Division with 49 points. They're five points behind Jacques Passelegs. New York Rangers, they're in fourth place in the Eastern Conference heading into Thursday's home game against Anaheim. They also play Saturday at home versus Pittsburgh. Oh, my gosh. Tell you what, I'm going to get uh, Richard Clark up here on the line with us because I want to talk to him and uh, da, 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 da. Find out about uh, everything he's got going on, too. Uh, but uh, I'm going to catch you up here. Uh, high school basketball. No games tonight. I can tell you that. None in our area. And that's in our entire listenership area. That is from, uh, I mean, from Lenore County, Greene County, uh, all over the area. Uh, Jones County, Craven County. Because of the weather that we talked about earlier. Uh, like I said, just bear in mind, no games tonight. Uh, we'll, I tell you what, uh, we'll dive more into those games tomorrow. Uh, but I do want to tell you that, uh, Kenston, uh, the boys, uh, and girls, they are at home tomorrow against Southwest Onslow, uh, the North Lenore boys and girls, they are at Wallace Rose Hill tomorrow, South Lenore boys and girls, they're, uh, at home versus James Keenan tomorrow. 
<laughs> I think uh, it sounds like Richard Clark's building a new house uh, down in uh, Carteret <laughs> County right now. <laughs> Parrot Academy, they are at Wilson Greenfield. Those or they were scheduled to be at Wilson Greenfield tonight. They've been postponed to a further notice, but they will play at home tomorrow versus Rocky Mountain Academy. Bethel Christian Academy, uh, they uh, take on Jacksonville Christian Academy Thursday. Uh, Green Central is at Wilson Beddingfield tomorrow night. Aiden Grifton is at North Pitt tomorrow night and jones senior there uh home versus richlands liberty christian that'll be thursday so we'll give you all the details i've got all that but it's been a long time man i'm trying let's see you were on two weeks ago if i'm right uh rich right. was it was it three weeks ago or was it two weeks ago no nah, it was two weeks it was the week before your wedding there you go there you go by the way uh, you know we've lifted the curtain here on the show quite a bit and we let people know you know we do the birthday game at the end of every show in our second hour it's a long birthday game but you're talked about quite a bit in it so uh you're probably going oh, to no it's good it's good uh as you can well imagine dawson's gonna write a column about it and about you being there and everything but we did dude <laughs> I thought I was pretty sharply dressed, you know, in my brand new coat and in my, you know, my $70 button down collar shirt. That's right, dude. I paid $70 for a button down collar shirt. What the <laughs> hell was I thinking, man? Dude, did you even notice I had my new Jordans on? Uh, I did, and I was mad you didn't let me know I would have worn mine. <laughs> there you go. But, dude, John, Jonathan, and I agreed, dude, you, Richard Clark, were the best dressed person at the wedding. And that's not even a joke, dude. Hey, 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 don't laugh. We And we finally came up with who you reminded us of. And I think you're going to get a kick out of this, dude. Do you remember uh, uh, American Gangster? Uh, what, Lucas? Oh, my God, what was his name? Frank Lucas. Frank Lucas, there you go. Dude, yeah. we think you pulled a pretty good impression of Frank Lewis when he was all dressed up, dude. What do you? That's not a bad comparison, right? Well, only if I get the Denzel version. <laughs> there you go, dude. When's so, the last time you were uh, compared to Denzel Washington, dude? Oh, it's been a while. Probably as long as it's been since I wore a tie. <laughs> well, dude, you look good, man. I'm not joking. And uh, that that beautiful lady you had on your uh, arm, too, uh, she, she was awful pretty, too, man. Well, well there's funny story about that is that uh, she had – been wanting to get her hair done, but she hadn't done it. So, you know, she's our age, so she wants to get it dyed a little bit, but she didn't have time because her job's been pretty crazy the last couple of weeks. And so she actually did it that morning and she cut her own hair and she cut about a foot off. Wow. Um, yeah. So she had watched some videos, <clears throat> excuse me, the night before and did it. Said, I thought it came out great, quite honestly. So, well, little inside baseball. As, uh, as, well, no, I love it, dude. And as, uh, I can say, and John can say, and pretty much everybody's listening to this show right now, uh, guys wise. Anyway, uh, we, we, we way out, uh, out kicked our coverage, didn't we? Yeah. Oh yeah. And like I said, I'm, I'm just mad. You didn't let me know you were wearing your Jordans. I would have worn mine. <laughs> um, I already had sweatpants on, so I didn't notice. Uh, <laughs> well, we told you, we said in the invitation, man, dress casually. And, uh, yeah, but you know how that goes. You don't know what that really means. You, does that mean, you know, that everybody's not going to be in tuxedos or just going to have a jacket and tie, you know, it varies on your perspective on what casual is, well. you know, my casual is my uniform I wear at home, which consists of the three XL Charlotte Hornet shorts and a hoodie. There you go, man. Well, anyway, uh, dude. But again, it was great you're wedding. Gonna Good job. To, you're going to want to listen to the birthday game, dude, because okay. uh, we brag on you quite a bit. And uh, and just to give you a heads up, uh, Dawson's going to be uh, putting a column together about the whole thing. Oh, you're going to be prominently uh, placed in it, I'm sure, okay? <laughs> You can't take a deep breath every time you hear that. Exactly. How do you think I feel, man? I mean, he's been, you know, cutting me down for, what, 15 years or whatever it is, dude. It is what it I is. I know, right? We need we need to write one on him and his Patty Hearst wife he's got. <laughs> well, you do the thing with her, too, because always when I see her, I'm like, you know. Well, we you don't can like get away. Say, yeah, I'm like, long-suffering wife, blink twice if you feel like you're in danger. You That's know? right. We, we, I'll give you a hotline number to call. There you, you go. You can get out from underneath of it. There you go. I love it. I love it. Well, I don't even know where to start. I think let's start. With your your specialty is NBA and uh, you know and hoops and all that. And I tell you what, 
Brandon and the Pelicans, since we last talked, uh, they have put together, uh, in fact, they've won five nice of the last run. six games. He's had some really good games. Uh, they're tied for first in the Southwest Division right now with Dallas. They, in fact, they even won at Sacramento uh, at Sacramento on Sunday uh, in a big game. They won by 33, but it was like 42-point lead going into the fourth quarter, so not very competitive there, dude. Uh, Brandon right now, <coughs> excuse me, averaging 22.3 points a game, 4.6 rebounds, 5.5 assists per game in 34 games. And I didn't realize this. I thought he had missed probably i don't if i were setting the over under i'm going to get you to guess on this dude as someone that is an aficionado of the nba the way you are they've played 37 games this year rich how many do you think he's played in this year probably about 29 dude how about 34 he's played 34 of their 37 games this year well, the irony is you know i questioned on the show before about whether he and zion could coexist and ironically, what's led to some of their early success here is that Zion's not in shape, so Brandon gets to be the number one by default. Um, so it's kind of worked out unwittingly on their parts, I suppose. But right now they're playing good ball, and they got a lot. Of, like we said last year, they got a lot of guys on the bench, put it that way. You know, a lot of length, a lot of defense. So they can match up. They're amenable. They can match up with anybody. So – uh, they're going to be tough if they can stay healthy, and they need to get on a roll and get up to about the four seed, though. Well, dude, uh, by the way, it's 2024 now, and you just used a word I've never heard you use before in my life, amenable. I'm going to have to look <laughs> that up, dude. I mean, I, I think maybe I probably I'm... said it wrong, but you know what I mean. <laughs> did you get – hey, Rich, did you get a word of the day calendar for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I did not, but – Glenn laughs at me all the time because I'll, I'll use these words, but I mispronounce them all the time. <laughs> so, you know. That's all. Well, let me ask you this. And uh, uh, our, our good friend, uh, Jason Bryant, jumps in. He wanted to ask you a question. This I, I got to tell you, Jason, I already had it lined up. I was going to ask him, but this is what we want to know here in Kinston, Lenore County, and the heck, I guess all over ENC, Rich. Is Brandon an all-star? Yeah. Right now he is, yes. Wow. However, I will say this. There, there is – I think we're in, a, we're in the middle of one of those changes in the guard, in the guard of the league. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, the, you look at the standards and you can see it plain as day. Kevin Durant, LeBron, Steph, all around the 10 seed, the playing game. And look at the top teams with the exception of the Bucks. Um, the top teams are Jason Tatum, you know, uh, Anthony Edwards, Shea Gildress, Jovic, you know, so you're seeing a change, I think, of uh, the top stars in the league. We're right in the middle of it, I believe. Well, but to answer that question, he is an all-star right now. Dude, I don't know if you know what's uh, going on here in our neck of the woods, which is really awesome, but uh, you know, we, we talk a lot about Isaac Parson and uh, Winston-Salem State. By the way, dude, yesterday named the HBCU National Player of the Week for last week how about that from right here in kinston isaac parson from uh, winston-salem state university again hbcu national player of the week but what's neat about it is i don't even know if you and i have talked about this all-star weekend in indianapolis uh, february 16th through the 18th winston-salem state is playing in a uh, hbcu classic game on saturday it's going to be nationally televised and all that so we're going to have isaac and jeremy and uh, Jeremy Dixon and Maji Dodd from Green Central, who all play for uh, Winston-Salem State, they're going to be playing there. And then on Sunday, with what you said, too, and I, dude, a very, very good chance that uh, Brandon could make it. So, uh, dude, what would that mean for his career? What would it mean for the Pelicans? All that for uh, Brandon be, to be selected as an all-star, Rich? Well, it solidifies him because he's had one before, but I'm, I'm trying to remember if that was like an alternate situation. But, you know, he made an all-star game a couple years ago. Yeah. So, But I think this solidifies, you know, the, his place in the league that he's one of the, the premier, you know, let's call it top 25 guys in the league. Um, and, again, you're, you're seeing a lot of the younger guys step forward. The, the league has never been deeper. Wow. I, if, if you don't watch it, I'm telling you right now, there is talent across the board. Some of these guys are really good. They just haven't grown into it yet, but they'll figure it out. 
Well, very good. Well, uh, like I said, Brandon right now averaging 22.3 points a game, 4.6 rebounds, 5.5 assists. And, again, the, the number to me, though, Rich, that was impressive as anything, <coughs> excuse me, was that of the 37 games that the Pelicans have uh, had this season, he's played in 34 of them. And, yes, uh, that's way, big for him. That is awesome. That is so awesome. Let's, that, uh, that's probably the, this is the variable that he needs to go in his favor to actually have some personal and team success is to actually be on the court because he's had difficulty with that the last few years. Indeed he quick, has. Quick, quick aside, um, did the Parsons guy ever think about going to another college around these parts? <laughs> Dude, and I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you, Rich. I love that you did. Would you believe he both his parents who we love today? You know Takima. You've heard me talk don't, about Takima. Don't, don't tell me that they, they uh, went Let me finish. Da, 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 da. Let me finish. Takima and his dad, Tad, who is a, a great coach in his own right, too, and uh, was a great basketball player at Reedsville. Guess where they both got their master's degree from, dude? Not just their ba- not just their undergrads, but their bachelor's. Or, I mean, uh, but their uh, master's degree. Would you like to guess there, Richard Clark? Uh, I hate to say, is it, is it ECU? It is ECU. He wanted to it, go to ECU, dude. They didn't even take one trip to see him. Now see. this is under the uh, pre- the other over, blah, under the uh, previous administration. It's not uh, Mike Schwartz, who is a. Re- uh, I've been impressed, man. He's. He's been in the gym at Kenston High School, at Farmville Central High School. But, yeah, I, dude, I I had my last TGIF with IP that we had when he sat here in the studio across from me uh, the uh, the week, well, the, the day before uh, we uh, went off the air because of, uh, you know, the wedding and all that. I asked him point blank. I said, because he's a, you know, he's a fifth-year senior right now, but he still has another year of eligibility after this year. And I said, would you consider – you know, and I asked him outright, would you consider going to ECU even right now? And, dude, he said yes, man. I mean, he's a kid right now. It's averaging uh, – let me pull his numbers up here. Uh, dude, he's averaging 14.4 points a game, 5.6 rebounds, 5.3 assists, and more than a steal a game. And, again, was uh, he's had, I think, three straight 20-point games in a row. Dude, he's shooting 50, uh, 50.5% from the field. 44% from the three-point range, dude. Mm. And, is, and mm. is playing 38 minutes a game, dude. 38 of a possible 40 minutes a game. And is putting up all those numbers. And, yeah, your alma mater uh, over in Greenville. Again, under a previous administration, not under, uh, you know, under Coach Schwartz right now. But uh, they, uh, they, they, didn't even, they didn't even go to see him, let alone uh, recruit him, dude. It must. It must have been those high academic standards we got over there. <laughs> well, dude, but he know he's a top. No, 10 no, student. I know. That, yeah, he's a top ten student. He's getting his, yeah, I get it. Dude, he's going to be an accountant. Okay, he's not uh-huh. taking like you know, and I'm not denigrating anybody that takes PE classes or anything like that. Dude. Like I did it. <laughs> you took accounting or PE? PE. I did not know Come that. On, I, swear, I thought you were a history major. Why did I think you were no, a I'm a major? No, I'm a political science major. That's what it was. That's what it was, dude. I, I knew and, uh, that's why I was wondering if I knew his parents because, you know, I was there for extended stay at ECU. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I was on the six-year plan myself, so I feel you, dude. Uh, yeah. But, uh, no, they both have their masters from uh, from ECU. I, I was there long enough to get a master's, but I did not get a master's. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, uh, but, uh, yeah. Hey, congratulations to Isaac Parson. Uh, I do do yeah, Congratulations young man. Oh, absolutely, man. And again, he'll be at the, uh, HBCU, uh, nationally televised game on uh Saturday, February 17th. Uh, guess who else is going to that game, dude? Who? Uh, me, man. I'm going to, uh, eh. nice. <laughs> I can't wait, man. Uh, Maven. And I've, I've, not made my i've not set my flight yet but if brandon gets selected for the uh, all-star game i may even stay till stay to yeah, stay through sunday and get credentialed for that dude oh there you go that sounds like a plan that would be awesome man to be able to talk to brandon in the locker room uh after the all-star game that would that would be pretty sweet but you know what let's not put the cart before the horse here that would be right. awesome okay let's talk about reggie bullock jr uh and houston rockets uh as we were talking about how great that uh, the Pelicans have played. Uh, Rockets have kind of backed a little bit. A little bit. They're still above 500. They're 18 and 17. In fact, they even lost last night at Miami, 120 to 113. 
<sighs> Reggie, though, uh, what? They've played 35 games. He's only played in 15 of them. And you even have to go back three games for the last time he wasn't a uh, DNPCD. <sighs> Dude, well, yeah. give me best case scenario here. Well, you, you told us before the Christmas break that uh, you really could see Reggie being traded, but dude, I, I did a little bit of deep diving. Dude, you know, because he's still getting his contract money from San Antonio and slash Dallas, so he's making $11 million a year from them for the next two years for that with the uh, buyout that he did, but he's only making on the books for Houston, dude. He's only costing them $1.5 million a year, dude. I mean, why well, would they get rid of him, though, dude? And how how long was that deal for? Was that one year? One year, one year deal, dude. So that means that means it's expiring. That's what another reason I think they'll move him. But uh, you know, he he's just run into a situation where I think they signed him for insurance. Yeah. And now they're kind of more competitive than they thought, so they're pl- trying to play some of the young kids. The Dylan Brooks has been out, and they haven't been using Reggie, which is surprising to me. Yeah. I figured with him out that he'd get some more run, but. They've turned to the younger guys, which I think is part of the reason that Houston has slid back to the field a little bit. Um, they're not playing as well as they were early in the season. Well, what surprises me, and of course, listen, I mean, you look more at a what at a at a macro level for the NBA. Of course, you know, with us here in Kenston, with Reggie and Brandon, and that you know, we look at it at a micro level. The, what disappoints me, and it, it, I'm not disappointed, in Reggie at all. It's just that when he gets in his last two games, dude. And uh, I've got it right here. He uh, played against the Timberwolves in a 122-95 to 95 loss last week. Dude, he came off the bench. He was in the game for eight minutes and scored five points and had a rebound. Then a game, what was it? You were telling me about it, and I tuned into it. That uh, I can't even remember who they were playing, but he had six points. Yeah, he had a couple threes right off the bat. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, I he's know. instant offense when he comes off the uh, bench. I mean, he's only averaging 2.2 points a game, 1.1 rebound. Uh, but he's only played 15 games, dude. I don't know, man. I mean, he started all season last year for Dallas for a good Dallas team. Like, well, they yeah. weren't that good last year, but but still for a, a competing Dallas team last year. And I don't know, man. Do you? I, I, it scares me. I mean, when you see somebody's numbers drop off, I mean, he was almost double digit. What he averaged like eight points a game last year, dude. And down right. the two point right. two. I mean, uh, I just hope somebody looks at him. I don't know. I, I guess where I'm leading that with this, Rich, is where would be a good landing spot if he doesn't stay with Houston for the rest of the season? Where would you like to see uh, Reggie end up at this season? Well, you know, any of the any of the top teams all need what he's got, which is surprising that nobody's made a move. I, I think they may be just trying to play the waiting game and see. I mean, let's be realistic. What do the Celtics need right now? Some length and some defense yep. and some shooting. What do the Bucks need right now? Some length and some defense. Everybody needs this, which is ironic that he's sitting on the bench in Houston behind essentially a, two rookies and a second-year guy that are up and down, immensely up and down right now, well, um, which is surprising. I guess they're trying to play those guys and get them some reps. You know, Asar Thompson and Jalen Green and uh, Jabari Smith. But those guys haven't exactly been lights out for Houston which is why they're struggling. So if I'm if I'm any of those teams sitting at the top from the Magic could use him, the Heat, the Sixers, any of them, if I'm any of those, I'm looking to get Reggie on a cheap deal if, if at all possible because they all need it. Yeah, Every team in the league needs 6'4 to 6'8 length that can shoot everybody because you can't have enough of them. Yeah. The only team that's got enough of that is probably the Pelicans. Wow. Because wow. they they got a bunch of those guys, <laughs> and they got like six of them. Okay. So You're you not know, wrong about that. And he is what yeah. six seven, one seventy five, one eighty, one ninety, something like that. And right, uh, uh. The, the Knicks, the Cavaliers, all of those need that. They all need it. Matter of fact, the irony to me is the Cavaliers have been dying because they have they they already got a small backcourt, but then they don't have anybody that can play the what would be the old school small forward spot with any kind of link. And so they, they roll out there with Max Struess or somebody like that. Well, Reggie would be perfect there. Yep. So it makes you wonder what these GMs are looking at because I'm not sure. 
sometimes. Well, there you go. Well, that gets you caught up, uh, listeners, with uh, Brandon and Reggie. And trade deadline is a month away. I mean, we're, what, almost exactly a month away from the trade deadline. And <clears throat> I just hope uh, Reggie's agent is just working the phones, which I'm sure he is, and that'd be awesome. Listen, dude, before we get into any more, I got to ask you, uh, John Morant, man, I mean, he, he comes Oof. back, he blows it up. I mean, he's playing great doing everything right. And I, I will still stand by dude. Now, did he make some great decisions? No, he didn't. But I mean, they took away 25 games from that man's yep. livelihood and took that money out of his bank account. And, and no, go and ahead. What please. did Draymond get? And what did Draymond get? I don't know. Is Draymond back now? Yeah. Yeah. They let him come back 12 games, 12 games for doing what Draymond did. And this kid really all this kid did was make a stupid Instagram video. That's really all he did. Yeah. And he got 25 <laughs> games for that. Yeah. And how many times have we seen this from either guys being held out for a contract dispute or some personal matter, whatever it is, and they come back and get hurt within two weeks? Yeah. I mean, that happens all the time in sports. Oh, then that's exactly what happened here. Just give everybody uh, the latest John Moran update, Rich. Well, he pretty much blew out his shoulder. He tore uh, a ligament in his shoulder. So he's out for the year. He's going to have to have surgery. Um, I think it was his left shoulder, but I'm not positive about that. So if anybody knows for sure, uh, feel free to update the show. Yeah, for sure there. Just heartbreaking, man. I mean, hey, listen, I'm not (laughs) – I'm a fan. I like John Morant. I, I like his youthfulness. I like his energy. I like what he brings to the game. I really, until, like I said, a couple of silly decisions that he made. Dude, I see him as potentially, you were talking about earlier with, you know, LeBron and K- KD and Steph and all those guys, you know, who, dude, five years from now, they're all going to be gone probably. I mean, I. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. How old do you think John Morant is? Because it feels like he's like twenty eight, right? No, I would say I would say twenty six would be my guess. He's twenty four. Wow. See what I mean? We I think our time is especially as older guys because we're not used to them coming straight out of school the way they do, and we forget these guys have been in the league three, four, five years, but we forget they got there when they were eighteen, and so you kind of lose. Ah, they're you know they should know better, should they? At twenty four. Yeah. Because where I'm sitting, we've all made some pretty dumb choices at 24, whether it was the girl in the bar or the, <laughs> you know, decision to take a road trip or not go to class or whatever it might be. We've all made those bad decisions, not go to work. Yeah. So. Hey, how old do you think I, Brandon I, is? How old do you think Brandon is? Brandon is 2029, 20, isn't he? 26. See, there's another case. He got there early and you forget. Yep. You know, it's like Giannis. Giannis feels like he's been in the league 15 years. He's under 30. Yep. I, I, I <laughs> thought you'd get a kick out of that. Yeah, dude, he was born. And, dude, he just really just turned 26 in September, dude. So, Well, uh, I was looking at somebody else like that. Um, Anthony Edwards, his birthday is not till August. He won't be 24, 23 till August. Wow. That's insane, man. Hey, Jason, right? back to Jaw for a second. Jason Bryant made a good point here. He said uh, – we all made horrible decisions when we were that age, but not when we were getting paid that kind of money. And with that kind of money comes huge responsibility, and he's right. But still, it, it, he's just got to have better people around him, man. I mean, that, that's, that's the big thing. That you, you said it right there. And I think what, what you end up with, particularly with the American athletes, um, is that you they have a bigger, let's call it entourage, although that gives off a negative connotation, but they got more friends here, put it that way, that they played ball with coming up and all that stuff. So you have more of the people that don't have your best interests at heart. Whereas a foreign guy is here by himself. You know what I mean? They came over here and they have nobody with them. That's right. Or uh, a parent or the mother came or whatever. And, and, you know, and in Josh's particular case, I'm not sure his father's doing him any service. Um, but you know that's that's probably a different argument. It probably is for sure. Well, uh, Jason said he agrees with him not getting twenty five games. He, uh, I don't, uh, Jason. This doesn't make sense. I agree. Only him not getting twenty five. I don't know what that means. Look, but, I, no, I, I would, I, 
here was his question for you, but he's got a question for you, Rich. Uh, what okay. would you recommend a punishment be for that? Because that was his second offense. What would you – you're the NBA commissioner, Richard Clark. What would you have uh, given uh, John Morant for that second offense? Because we got to okay. remember. I have, no, I have no issue with the 25 games. Okay. My issue is with your enforcement of Draymond and some of the others. Okay, gotcha. If you want to give John 25, I have no problem with that because – you're really doing that as a PR move. You need him to clean yourself up so you can market him, right? I mean, that's what it is. I have no issues with that. My issue is that you're not holding that same standard to Draymond Green and some of these other guys that, you know, Draymond's got a long history of this. If anybody should have got banned for 50 games, it should have been him. Well, there you go. I love it. Well, let's get uh, – let's look at the – because I want to get some – oh, we're 10 minutes till the hour – but, and I want to talk some NFL here in a moment about your uh, your Dallas Cowboys, dude, and uh, the rest of the NFL teams. But just uh, any other overreaching uh, – again, it's been two weeks since we talked. Uh, what is surprised Richard Clark? What has not surprised you? Uh, the state well, of the couple, NBA right now, dude, hit me. Well, the NBA is great. The talent level is insane. Now, we're into that period where you get these games where these guys have played two games back-to-back and – they're on the road, and they get blown out by 30. So you're getting some of that right now. But you're also getting some very competitive games. Indiana's on a roll right now after their lull after the in-season tournament. But the Clippers are on the move. They've won – I want to say they've won eight, uh, 17 of 20. Wow. I know. Yeah, the Thunder in second place. Shea is probably the MVP right now at 36 last night. Uh, I'll tell you another one to keep an eye out on um, is Paolo Bancaro. Paolo's going to be special, I think. Wow. The more I watch him. Yeah, he and see, the, his other Franz Wagner's out right now, so Paolo's getting to be the real number one, and you're starting to see some real stuff from him. They won the other night in overtime. I think the, week, the game before that, they lost in overtime, but he had a triple-double. So um, you're, you're starting to see some of these young guys really flex the muscles. And it's hard for me to even say Paolo's young because of the way he looks. But, I don't, you know, what's Paolo, 21? I don't know. So, well, keep going. I'll look it up while you're while – you're, uh, Yeah, so you see, you're starting to see some of these teams come up, the Orlandos, the Indianas, the, the Oklahoma Cities. You know, these teams, the, the Minnesota Timberwolves are in first. They got the best record, the second-best record in the league. So. Wow. Dude, not no only mistake. is he 21, dude, he just turned 21 on November 12th, so not even See? 21 in a couple of months. Pa- Paolo is is got a chance to be pretty special. Um, he really does. He he When he figures it out, because he's starting to figure out now that he can bully some of these guys, so now what he's got to do is figure out that mix on when to pass the ball and when to just take over which is a hard thing for a lot of these guys to figure out. Anthony Edwards is struggling with that right now. Um, it's a hard thing to figure out. But once he gets that, this kid, and it seems like he wants it, which is the other part that we don't talk about enough, that a lot of these guys, you know, they're successful already. They don't want to be great. They just want to be there. Yeah. And I get that. Well, let me ask you this, dude. Our la- my, my last question about the uh, NBA you were talking about the the Clippers in L.A. What about the Lakers, man? What is going on with them? They win the end-season tournament. You think, man, this is going to be a top two, top three seed in the uh, in the Western Conference. If the playoffs started right now, right now, Richard Clark, they would be the number 10 from the Western Conference. They would have to play their way in to even make it into the uh, NBA playoffs, dude. What has happened with them? Are, is it injuries there? What's going on with the Lakers? Uh, well, LeBron's in his December, January res- conserve as much energy as possible mode. So you got to count, you know, some of that's to be expected. Anthony Davis has been in and out of the lineup, but they're not getting contributions from some of the guys they thought were going to be good. Jared Vanderbilt, Tarn Prince, and Reeves hasn't been great. He's been good. He just hasn't been great. I think they thought he'd take another step. So you add all that up and then throw in D'Angelo Russell and Rui Hachimura into the mix, and you got a pretty unstable group. So um, they're going to have to make a move. I don't know what that move is, but they're going to have to make a move. Same as Phoenix. Phoenix is struggling too. Um, you know, they got Bradley Beal back, and Durant came back two games ago, but they lost both of them since they came back. 
So, um, yeah, I think those teams are in for a world of hurt. And Golden State is not even in the playoffs right now. Nope. Think about that. So. And what's crazy about it is, too, dude, you think, oh, we're still early in the season. No, we're not, Rich. We no, are right we're at half, the halfway point. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Some teams have played 35, 36. In fact, the Nuggets have played 38 games, dude. And there's 82 games in the season, so we're almost at the halfway point. Okay. Dude, Wait, I got, I got, quick side. Quick aside. Why, you, everybody needs to go watch Jovic play. And he's just incredible. I watched him the other night. He made a bounce pass on the break. That skidded underneath a guy for a dunk, and you're just like, really? Because that's like seven foot, three hundred pounds doing that. That's just insane. I mean, really, he's Larry Bird. You have been pounding the drum for him, dude, for a couple of years now, dude. I love it. Okay. Oh, he's special, dude. Watch that. But anyway, next no, 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 topic. it's all fine. Well, hey, dude, we got about five minutes left, and I got to get some okay. NFL talk in from you. When we last talked, uh, you <sighs> were still, and dude, and I was with you. The easiest schedule, when you looked at Dallas's schedule, when you looked at Philadelphia's schedule over the final, what, three games, four games of the regular season, I was with you. I mean, Dallas had a tough schedule, dude. They really did. Philadelphia, in their, two of their final three games were against the New York Giants. They had uh, Washington somewhere in there, too. Uh, they had Arizona at home in there, dude. And I, what is going on? Before we even talk about your beloved Cowboys, what in the wide, wide world of sports has happened to the Philadelphia Eagles, dude? Well, I said on here before that there was a lot of scuttlebutt on social media about there being some problems in the locker room with Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown in particular, but they were not the only ones. Maybe that's true because they certainly quit the other day. Now, we'll see what happens. Maybe they were just trying to get to the playoffs because this team does have a lot of talent. Well. So, you know, we get, they could go out here and blow the doors off of this next team and, and nobody, everybody forgets about it. You know what I mean? So we'll, we'll see what happens. Okay, I'm not prepared to put the dirt on, on them. But if you're putting odds on that, Richard Clark, the way they – dude, I got you're going to get a kick out of this. So we're driving back from our honeymoon on Sunday. So uh, I put it on Sirius XM. We're listening to some games. And uh, so we listened to the Philadelphia New York Giants game. From the Philadelphia feed, okay, dude – you would have thought they had that the announcer. I'm kind of joking just a little bit. You would have thought the announcers had a gun to their head as they were. I mean, they were just, I, I, dude, it was sad almost. And I don't feel bad. I, in fact, I think I've, I know I've told you this. I hate the Eagles probably more than I hate the Cowboys right now. I just, I have dude, but man, I actually felt a little bit sorry for the announcers as they were trying to call that game when it was 24 to nothing in the second half of that game. And just listen, I dude, I think one of the announcers started crying on the air. It was that bad. dude. <laughs> you love it. Don't you? Well, let's be clear. I'm not prepared to put dirt on them yet. Um, I really not. This, this team has got a lot of talent and they could have very well been just kind of waiting for the playoffs. Uh, that being said, if this continues, there'll be nobody dancing more than I, because I do not. I, I, I don't like any of the Philly teams, but the Eagles particularly, as you're aware of. Um, but, yeah, I think they got some issues. I, I've been saying it on this show. I thought they're losing their coordinators, particularly the offensive coordinator was going to be a problem, and it appears that's the problem. Um, they've switched defensive coordinators in the middle of the year, the offensive coordinator, the offense hasn't been good all year, really, with all that talent. And let's be clear, they probably have the most offensive talent in the league, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Because um, the offensive line is, if it's not the best, it's the second best. Wow. And it's probably the best. Okay. I mean, we don't get any pressure on them. So I, I love t I love uh, testing you on this stuff. I'm, okay, there's six playoff games in wild card weekend at Houston, at Kansas City on uh, Saturday, at Buffalo, Dallas, and Detroit on Sunday, and then at Tampa Bay on Monday. Where do you think, according to ESPN, where do you think the tickets are the highest for uh, this weekend coming up? Um. Well, it's probably our game, but I would say the best one is probably the Detroit game. Ding, I mean, with ding, all that nah, is nah, going nah. on. Ding, ding, ding. Guess how much the cheapest price for a ticket is in Detroit, which their first home playoff game in 30 years. Would you like to guess? How much? $430. The cheapest ticket at Ford Field in Detroit. Jeez, Louise. You know, and, and I was, I hate this. You hate this 
say that you were rooting negatively. But I was kind of hoping that the Detroit game would get pushed to the Peacock game, which is ridiculous. Yeah. So nobody would get to see Detroit after they waited 150 years to get back to the playoffs. Because <laughs> that would just be perfect for Roger Goodell. <laughs> that would be. I'm not a fan of his anyway, so. That's that's hilarious, man. But has there, uh, has there ever been an owner of a, something that looks corporate more than that guy? I know, dude. You're talking about Goodell, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, he's just a yeah, he's a, a piece, shield. Yeah. He's a piece of work. How about that? Is that the nicest way? <laughs> there that you go. That? That's well, probably the best thing to say well, in case me, you ever get an NFL sponsorship. There you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, give me your predictions, real quick. I tell you what. Let's quick hit these because we are now okay. at the top of the hour. Uh, Give me, just real quick, Cleveland, and we'll go in order here, 4.30 on NBC on Saturday, Cleveland and Houston. Just real quick, who you got? Uh, I'm going to go with Cleveland. Oh, Although go. Houston's got the best quarterback in the game, so you know, anytime you got the better quarterback, anything's possible. If I had told you that a year ago today that, hey, and I, I agree with you, dude, because uh, the way Mahomes has looked, Dude, he's looked terrible. I mean, hey, we don't need to get in all of them. Jalen Hurts, who I thought was the best quarterback in the league six weeks ago, how he's like, dude, you are absolutely right. C.J. Stroud is the best quarterback in the league right now as we sit here. Uh, so you've got I don't Cleveland. know about league, but uh, he's definitely the best in that game. Well, probably your guy. We'll get to him here in a second. Miami at Kansas City. Do you want to pick either one of these teams? Because uh, they're both limping into this game. They are. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Mahomes just because how can you not? Well, that um, game is at eight. I don't trust Miami. Well, that game is at eight o'clock, and the only way you can watch that is if you have the Peacock Network uh, or the Peacock uh, app. And I've got it. I guess I'll be I'll be watching it. Saturday. I've got it too. I hate to say, but I got it too. Yeah, me too. Okay, Sunday's games real quick here. Man, I, I love Mike Tomlin. You know that we've talked about this for years. I love him. And what did he do? He wheeled. His Pittsburgh Steelers again into the playoffs. That there. raggedy team, dude. That raggedy team, dude, uh, which shows you what a good coach he is, dude. But Pittsburgh at Buffalo, 1 o'clock on CBS on Sunday. Who you got? Buffalo's going to blow their doors off. <laughs> You're probably right. Green Bay at your Dallas Cowboys. That'll be on uh, Fox Eastern Carolina at 430 on Sunday. Who you got? Green Bay. There you go. And Whoa, wait, what? You don't have Green Bay. Hey, man. This is the playoffs, dude. It's different. When when have we had any success in the playoffs in the last 30 years? Come on now. The, the, the history and the evidence says I should pick Green Bay. Now, you know I'm not going to pick them with my heart, but, you know, okay. we don't have a very good history. And the last time we played Green Bay, we made that Christian Watson guy look like a Hall of Famer. He had like four touchdowns and 200 yards. Wow. That's, so, you don't mean that. I don't know. You don't mean that. We we should go out here Richard, and beat them your, pretty solid. You you've got your you've you got, know what I mean. You've got your last one hundred dollars in your bank account that you have to bet on this game. You're just to win. I'm not talking about point spread. I'm talking about to win. Right, right. I got you. You're picking Green Bay over Dallas. Well, I probably wouldn't bet, but yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying on this show for the record and for the football guy. See, that's what I'm saying, dude. I think you're just trying to reverse <laughs> jinx there. Okay, we got to get these last two games, dude. Rams at Lions, and I can't take credit for this. I think it was our boy uh, Bill saying the Rams was, are going to win this game. Oh God, I you know, just know they are. You can how, feel it. But how messed up is it, dude? That, and that's the I last know. game on. The, no, that the Lions that have their first home game, they should be able to celebrate. And the whole thing is going to be about uh, Matt Stafford. About Matt Stafford returning home after blah blah blah. And then you're right; they're pro the Rams are probably going to win. Who do you right. have? Who do you have? Well, I think I'm a root for Jared Goff's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or girlfriend. He made good life. Do decisions. I get to do that? Yes, you do. Uh, yeah. He made great life decisions. He, 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 he won. As successful as that kid is with his contract and his football, he's more successful off the, off the field. There you go. That's all kids, I can say. Kids, get on, I, uh, I like get the on Google and uh, Google image Jared Goff wife, okay? And that's all, yeah. that's all we got to say, right? Yeah, that's it. So, But I'm going to go with the Rams. They're, honestly, when it was looking like we might, the Cowboys might have to play the Rams, I was concerned. Because the Rams are hot right now. I would not want to play them right now. Yeah, they are. So. But you're insane, dude. 
Dallas is going to blow away the Packers, man. I mean, not, they're not going to beat them by 30, but, dude, it's going to be a 30-13 to 13 kind of game, 28-10, something like that, dude. Green Bay, you're insane. Last game, though. See, Monday now i got to look for wood. Okay. <laughs> Monday night. Uh, <laughs> Philadelphia, the struggling Philadelphia Eagles at Tampa Bay. Dude, I think Tampa wins that game. And I know Tampa's only 9-8 uh, and eight and whatever, dude. I really I do. I think Tampa wins that. that game, dude. Yeah, that's one of those. I just can't see it. But, you know, you may very well be right. But I just can't see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, we'll we'll see what happens on that one. But I, I don't know. I, I, I have a hard time believing Tampa can win that game. I really do. Well, there you go. So, well, uh, Richard Clark, man, it's been too long. Thanks again for uh, celebrating our day with us uh, a couple of weeks oh, ago. Yeah. It was awesome. Great wedding. Gwen said, Gwen said, uh, uh, Lee, uh, Linda looked great. I couldn't get the name right. I was about to call it three <laughs> different names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She said he looked, she looked great. She so. did, man. I'm a lucky man. You're a lucky man. Hey, uh, real quick. Last question. When, when are you going to do this thing, man? Uh, I don't know. She's got to go home and talk to her mama and figure out what they can and can't do with that whole travel. You know, her mom's 80, so yeah. having her fly over here is probably not in the card. So we got to figure that out. Oh, you get to go there and do it. That would be awesome. Listen, Rich, we got to go. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week, okay? Hey, thanks for having me. There you go. That's Richard Clark from the Carteret County News Times, CarolinaCoastOnline.com. Uh, as we are wrapping up our first hour here of the first show of 2024, here on the Brian Hanks show, uh, coming up in our next hour, Chris Miller, sports editor of the Jacksonville daily news. We're going to get some insight from him here on the Brian Hanks show presented by Lenore community college.